podcast has changed my life. Shine, it's lovely to meet you. Yes, nice to be back. Come on, sit down, tuck in. This is not funny! Close. Oh my god, that's in my exact shirt. <laughs> what the fuck? I've just not only done a JFL clip, but a fucking poster with that shirt, thinking it's a special shirt that no one has. Press shots. <laughs> and it's a Uniqlo shirt. <laughs> I mean, Blake, I am complimented. I think you're a stylish guy, yeah. so if anyone had to have the shirt, I'd put, I'd put you in the category of I'm not too worried, but my lord. It's a huge vote of confidence for you, Tom, but for Blake, That's... it's bad. You know, he's a cashman's wearing the stuff I'm wearing. <laughs> Fuck off. Damn it. You oh, yeah, and you just grabbed it straight yeah, up. Yeah. yeah, there you go. It's so the mannequin the sold. Dude, it. I did get it in Uniqlo. Yeah. Right, See you, buddy. Soon. See ya. Wow. A fashion for Is it bad to I mean, if you see someone wearing your shirt, mm. what would you rather see? Would you rather see someone who is gorgeous, let's say better looking than you? Mm. So then it's kind of aspirational. Mm. You're like, wow, I'm wearing the kinds of shirts that guys like that wear. Mm. But then also, I suppose the drawback of that is like, far out, I'm, I'm on the lower rungs of the people wearing that kind of shirt. <laughs> on the other hand, if you see someone who's kind of weird looking wearing your shirt, you're like, well, I'm still number one of this shirt. But people like that are out there making this shirt look bad. Well, it's kind of like, um, you know, in the Premier League, they have like a relegation promotion system. Yep, I'm so familiar with this. So if you're playing in the Premier League, like you've got the shirt, right? Yep. Like you're in the top echelon, which is amazing. But you you might be a I'm not saying you are, but you might be a lower player in that. But it's still yeah. awesome to be in the Premier League, yeah. and you're still above other people. Okay, hang on. So what, what am I a player in the Premier League? No, you're a football team. Okay, so I'm a football team, and then I mean I'm a bit distracted by the fact that they all wear the same shirt. No, okay, take on like everyone more on the same the, team. Of, I thought taking, it was about how they all wear the same shirt. No, I'm talking more about the groupings of you. Okay, so, so, yep. so, so you've been caught wearing the same shirt as a very stylish man, right? Okay, so, and you would say, so basically what's happened here is uh, uh, the uh, Blake, the one of the producers mm. of the um, production company that runs this podcast that helps you set up the equipment, yeah. is wearing a shirt that not only have I worn, but I, worn for a, I, wore, I wore for a taped stand-up spot and yep. it's the shirt I'm wearing in my poster for next year's show. I now really associate that shirt with you. When I think I of mean, you, you're in that shirt. F- quite rightly, I suppose... I, last time I saw you, I was wearing the shirt. You know? I think I, I saw a clip of you doing stand-up in the shirt the other day. What, what one? Maybe at Republic? No, okay, so that clip. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> so that shirt is the shirt I'm wearing right now. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so there's, there's only, I don't have enough shirts, man. <laughs> Every shirt I fucking wear, I get in trouble. I wear like an orange shirt on fucking cheap seats and they make fun of me for it being the same shirt that was in the clip that they played i'm getting in trouble for having shirts the same it, it is also- where do you get shirts that no one else wears but then also you're not allowed to wear more than once this it's is ridiculous. my nightmare by the way to have my wardrobe critiqued like because <laughs> like often like jules will be like i'm going through your wardrobe looking for stuff and right. it is a fucking nightmare like i feel so vulnerable yeah it's actually private stuff i think Oh well, I mean, it's private until it's not. I suppose well, it's the private, selection but then you've private. got to be but the, yeah. The thought process and the what, what's in there, like before the decision gets made, is definitely private. Well, of course, but what then you've just, got to be as open as you can be about anything with these mm. shirts. Well, all clothes because you've got to wear them on you. Exactly, it goes from very private to very public. What's your point with the Premier League? So it's like, let's say you're third in the league. There's yep. two guys cooler than you that wear that wear the shirt, and there's like you know twelve less cool than you. Yeah. Then that's good. 
But if you get relegated, what's the metaphor there? So, right, so Blake is like like Manchester City, right? So he's cooler than me. Is that what you're saying? No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying in an aesthetic fashion way, he is. He's better at aesthetics? That's one area he's cooler than you. I don't know okay. enough about both of you. I mean, if you want to spend the next hour breaking down both of you. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm just who trying is to the get a sense of what person. you're saying. So Blake is a fashionable guy, yeah. you reckon? So okay. you're now wearing the same shirt. So to me, you're that's great for you because you're now attached to the Premier League. Interesting. Do you know I what I mean? Yeah, Whereas before totally. you might have been maybe not even in the, the Champions League. Well, not the champ. What's the next one? Got the Championship, which is the next one. Interesting. So basically down. you're saying it's but like But you've been promoted. I'm like one of the lower teams, mm. and then but I'm the coach, yep. and I start a new training regime yep. uh, for my players. Yep. And then it turns out that Manchester City actually also uses this training regime. Yep. You'd be chuffed. You'd be You'd like, be wow, over the I've kind of intuited something yeah. that Manchester City do. Exactly. So that's a compliment. It's a huge okay. compliment. But so then it's, it's better than when you were before, which to me was not in the Premier League. Yeah. But you've been totally. promoted to the Premier League, but the bottom rung of the Premier League. Yeah. Just, just one training regime doesn't make me the same as Manchester City. Exactly. But it's an encouraging sign for my future. Exactly. Right. And, there's, okay. and, and yeah, you should see it as a huge like, confidence boost. Wow. And who knows what you're capable of. So really what you're, what you're assessing, so if you see someone out there in the world that's mm. wearing the same shirt or, or a shirt that you have, mm. you might not be wearing it at the time. I yep. suppose what I have previously been assessing about them is their level of attractiveness and coolness, I suppose, mm. because that's kind of all you can base on, uh, based on appearance. You're saying that you should be really thinking about not hotness, but fashion style. I think right? so. Because if they're a higher fashion style than you, then it's good news. If they're lower, then it's bad news. I suppose my problem is it's difficult to assess their fashion style because by nature of the interaction, they are wearing a shirt that you have. Yeah. So, like, you actually need to see them another time. But it's just a to shirt. To truly get a vibe of their totally. fashion style. I mean, in a dream world, you have a body of work to work with yeah. here and analyse against. Which you against. do. But, which I kind of do, which I do just have for yeah. you two. But yeah. also, if you see someone on the street and they're, like, cool and they're wearing the same shirt as you, mm. it's not. it's going to be crazy if they're wearing the same pants same sneakers. True. Okay, Do you know what so I mean? you just have to go to the other things. Yeah, yeah, To me, yeah. though, and I mean, I, I feel like this is very um, telling of my fashion style. I kind of only change my shirts. Like, I wear the same pants and what? the same shoes pretty much every time. Well, how many pants do you have? I've got a few sets of jeans, but they're all pretty similar. Yeah. Um, and so, so <laughs> shirts, so like, to me, I express myself via shirt. So if I see someone... Wearing the same shirt, it's like that's the same fashion as me. But you're right; there's all sorts of other things well, going on. On so we were hanging out on Saturday night, and mm. I, I wore like a very conservative outfit. Like when mm. we did this gig, you were wearing yep. the blue shirt. That is, yep. you know, obviously you've been complimented on it. It's a great shirt. Mm. <laughs> um, but then I then had and the compliments go- continue even into the podcast the next week. <laughs> <laughs> the guy is wearing the shirt. The shirt is haunting you. The shirts, I mean, it's a hell of a shirt. You can only dream. <laughs> this is what happens when you're like League Three and you wear like one passable shirt. Yeah. Everyone Everyone's talking you about it. it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like when yeah, a baby totally. walks for the first time. It's like yeah. I walk all the time. It's not impressive, but you're exactly. doing, you're walking, you know? That's exactly what's going on. <laughs> it, we got to oh. celebrate it. But anyway, so you're wearing that shirt. I then had to run to another gig at the zoo and it was like yep. a fundraiser. So I had to wear something colorful. So I yes. had this weird like Zara. Taunton, Mr. Sydney did a gig at the Opera House 
and a gig at Taronga Zoo on the same the night. Same night. It's, it's like actually, crazy. it's what a 10-year-old boy would imagine your adult life would be like. Do you know what? I got to the zoo mm. to do that gig and then I was like, yeah, I just was at the opera house to the MC because mm. he was like, I heard you had another gig. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it was at the opera house. And then he was like, oh, cool, 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 cool. And I was like, yeah, Get but fucked, come, aren't you going to say... Give it up. Yeah. <laughs> Give it up. I was at the coolest place to have been. You knew I had a gig. There are probably 400 different venues I could have been exactly. performing in in Sydney. And I was at the best one. The You've one got to at least eyebrow we... raise a little bit. A little bit of a... The, oh. The one venue we have which is famous worldwide. I was there. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm... And he's like, oh, but it's cool to be at the zoo. And I'm like, yeah, it's amazing <laughs> to be you at the zoo. You know why he was mad? Because of those 400 venues in Sydney, I reckon Taronga Zoo, in terms of like noteworthiness and kind of fun to be performing at, it could be top five. It's definitely so in top his mind, he's like waiting for you to say one of the 395 that are below him. But instead you say number one. Yeah, I've got he's it. He's like, oh, well, yeah, damn it. So Dude, this is like you're honest, slumming it over here. Taronga Zoo is top three. It would go Opera House. Mm. Then you would be maybe doing it on the top of the bridge for like a bridge climb. <laughs> No, 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 no. Then no, it's the no, wrong no, zoo. No, no, no. You're doing like tourist destinations. No. You'd rather play the State Theatre than the zoo, wouldn't you? Oh, I've never, I've never played. Have you done a gig in the State Theatre? No. No, neither. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to actually. Yeah, but I, I think in terms of like being, you just described Mr. Sydney as in like yeah, the gigs for totally. the night. And part of it is like iconic things. And the wrong zoo, one of the most amazing zoos probably in the world. And you, yeah, oh, 100%. And you know what's exciting about Taunton's gig at the zoo is that he did really well for mm. the monkeys. And next time he's back, they're going to let him play for the people. Mm. <laughs> That's what I should have closed with. <laughs> okay, well, maybe it's the other way around. You played for the people, and they're like, okay, we'll get this guy back. And then it's kind of. You start with marsupials, start with the Australian kind of local gear with them. Mm. And, and then, then you know, up. you've got. Anyone here from out of town? The yeah. elephants are like, woohoo. <laughs> I am. Who came the furthest? Oh, there's a polar bear. He must oh, be polar bear. He came from must the be Arctic. a bit hot for you. How about Australian summer? Um, anyway, so yes. I put on a colourful shirt yep. to wear to this gig. Yeah, so hang on. You were wearing like a black, black shirt. Um, T-shirt? I was wearing black a white pants. T-shirt. Black pants. Black, black shirt, T-shirt. Black very pants. very um, kind of, you know, meat and potatoes outfit. Looked good. Thank you. Then when you're out there, to, you're going to a, like a corporate gig at mm. the zoo. Chuck on a, f- a flashier, more colourful shirt over yeah. the top of that T-shirt. Yeah. Anyway, so I finished the zoo gig. I come back to meet up with you for a drink. Yep. And we're with these two other comedians, right? Yes. And I think it and is... When, imp- we're naming them. We're naming... And it's important to say what they were wearing as well. Yes, it I is. I think. So mm-hmm. Rowan Ganju and Daniel Muggleton were yep. there. Mm-hmm. And we're all on the street, right? Yes. Now, Muggleton... Do you want to describe what Muggleton... It's ridiculous what he's always wearing. Do you want to describe Muggleton it? has... He wears the same thing. Not exactly the same thing, but he wears basically matching tracksuit pants and tracksuit jacket while he performs stand-up comedy as kind of like his trademark. His shtick, I think. Well, it's part of the performance, but it's also, I suppose, part of the branding, I suppose. Mm. And then down the sides of it... Like, he's got his... Um, like, on the breast of it, uh, like a DM logo. I think yeah. he has different. He's got um, multiples of these of these uh, tracksuits. His face is on the tracksuit, and he's got yeah little cartoon faces on of of his face because he's got a bit of a distinctive look as well because he's got a big moustache and glasses. Mm. Yes, uh, so a Groucho mask Marx esque exactly. Look. That's definitely and so he's what got it is. Um, cartoons 
of them somewhere, like depending on the, what the tracksuit is, that's, that's on there as well. So quite a distinctive thing to be wearing out on the street. Red, red tracksuit pants, matching red tracksuit jacket, yep. and some branding down the sides. Yeah. So it, that, it's Plus a moustache and glasses. Look. And yeah. then Rowan Ganju, yeah, also moustache, moustache, long hair, long hair, and like a tall, he's like a tall man, a tall Indian man. He's a big figure, you know. Yep, totally. And he kind of looks like a stoner, would you say? I would say he looks a bit like a stoner. And I mean, you say tall. I'd say I think we're all pretty much the same height. Yes, that's true. But we're all kind of tall, I guess. Oh yeah, no, totally. What are we? Yeah, what yeah. are you, six one? I think I'm. I got told by a friend that I grew up with. That I'm the same height as hmm. last year. He said he's six two. Nah. And I'm like, oh, I'm, in my mind, I've always been like six one and a half or something. But then after that, I'm like, well, I'm just going to tell people I'm six two. Then if he is, you reckon you're six two? Have you well, heard about what the mug off are doing to me? That they well, they started the rumor that I'm five six. Yeah. And now whenever their fans are like at a gig or something I'm at, they take a photo of me and they Photoshop me smaller oh. next to like the stool or something. And then they send it in being like, no way, this guy's 6'1". Are you sure that they're Photoshopping or they're not just no, onto something? I'll send you the pic. No, this is the, I don't like you getting in on this either. Because Jared <laughs> What told do you me think? Like, You're just going to bring it up and I'm going to be like, oh, that's so sad, Sam. Well, Jared told me I don't hold myself like a man that's 6'4". <laughs> Sam, are you familiar with being trolled? <laughs> I just don't know what they're doing. Are, 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 like, are you familiar friends. with um, what people that are trolling you would most love to hear? Someone being upset and, and taking it really seriously. I can't comprehend it. I just thought if they liked me, they would all be nice to me. Why these guys, they... these guys are lying about something that's kind of a bit of a, a, a flippant detail about my person. Anyway, so we're all the same height, yep. right? So Ganju's there, mm-hmm. Muggleton's there in the tracksuit. Yep. I think kind of looking ridiculous. Look, let's not lead the listener. You know, he's. You're wearing the beautiful. Shirt. I'm wearing the a shirt, shirt, but a jacket over the shirt, so the you know. The shirt wasn't too visible, but I'm wearing a, you know, a blue shirt. Blue shirt. Have you got backpack on as well? I think I had a backpack on as well. I think you're right. Yep. So you got a backpack on. Yep. Totally. I'm wearing this fucked floral it's shirt a, it's I a, wore to it's the It's a slight, it's a fashionable, colourful shirt. Do you think it's fashionable? It's I think it's fashionable. fashionable. Uh, in, in my mind, it's like something you'd wear out clubbing or something. Like it's like a cool, colourful shirt that makes you look kind of flashy in a okay. fashionable way. Anyway, so we're all on the street yeah. waiting at a bar to try to go into a bar or Yeah, something. we're at the front deciding where to go next because the yeah. bar we were going to go into was closed and we're standing yeah. there. Standing there. And two gentlemen. 21-year-old white guys, I'd say. Yeah, and I could, I would say they were, I don't want to cast, you know. Drunk. Accusa- yeah, they were drunk. They were drunk. I think more than drunk. And I they weren't they standing next to each other. That one was walking past first <laughs> and the other one was kind of in the midst of like calling out to him. But then... Catches us as he's walking past us. As gets, gets an eyeful of us, us four gentlemen. And he reacts in it. He has a visceral reaction to seeing us all together. <laughs> he goes like, what kind of fucked crew is this? <laughs> and I've never got that owned in my life, I don't think. And no, but then he followed it with, he goes, I've never seen four, four people like you together or something. <laughs> He goes, I've never seen four fucked cunts like that together or something. What the fuck is going on there? <laughs> Stuff like that. He's like muttering to himself like, Jesus Christ, I've never seen anything like that. He was muttering but so loudly. <laughs> and 
And like, was it wasn't like he was across the street. He's there, no, like no. next to us. It was just an extremely perceptive call, I would say. I think, yeah. but given the you know the picture we painted about how different everyone looked, he was absolutely spot on. I was yeah, just he, immediately very amused. Rowan, I think, tried to get laughter. it back. Well, Gandrew wanted to fight him. He immediately was like, we could take that guy. Gandrew's like, like yeah. nice haircut. It's like, mate, <laughs> <laughs> he's got us. you got to take the L when it's there. Nice haircut. He's not even, not even a smidge on what this guy's just done to us. But I was immediately defensive. Like, yeah. I was still in the mindset of a guy that had just performed at the Opera House and Taronga Zoo. <laughs> and then, I'm Mr. Sydney. You don't understand. You don't understand. And then this 21-year-old who's probably taken fucking four pingers yeah. walking past has fucking ruined us. <laughs> well, this ruined is the thing. Me. Ruined my night. Dude, this is, to not to hark back to a few episodes ago, but when I had a good set at the comedy store and then someone spat on me from a fucking <laughs> go-karting area from up in a car park when I'm out there feeling myself. That was you. You're strutting around in your nice shirt and the, like 21 year olds. They don't give a fuck. They're they don't there to care. ruin your day. They, and I wonder if he, if he thinks about like after the, you know, the next morning after a big night, you recap. No. Like you're like, oh, remember that bar we went to? I wonder if he's like, do you remember those four fucked cunts? That <laughs> no, I, I think together? that's that makes it even better. It was nothing to him. It was just a nothing. passing thought. And he really got, I mean, yeah, he got you feeling a bit defensive. I think he got muggled. Well, I was defensive. A bit defensive. Muggleton, you did, um, weren't offensive. Muggleton immediately attacked you. He was like, it's Taunton's shirt. <laughs> I'm like, mate, you've got a car, you've got cartoons of your own face running down the sides of your red tracksuit. <laughs> Give it a break. How dare you blame it on just one man? This is a group thing. We've all gotten got. We can't start in fighting. It's just the beginning of the end the if we start going at each other. He's already done it. <laughs> to throw me under the bus. <laughs> fucking hell. Oh, like I caused it. I'm not the leader. Oh my god! Yeah, it was brutal stuff. It was brutal stuff. But um, you know, to experience it is good because rarely. I mean, I don't cop much on the street. You know, like <laughs> no. I never got negativity. I think as well. I I was less defensive because I I felt like I was kind of keeping it in the pocket a little bit more in terms of well, what I was you, wearing. I mean, when you described it to someone, yeah. you were rediscribed and you were like going through whatever. Like Ganju looks like Ganju does. Muggleton's in his tracksuit. Taunton was Taunton. wearing a flashy shirt, and I'm just there looking normal. It was a big, <laughs> weird group of mishmash stuff. <laughs> you were normal. But... I mean, you might have been the most normal there. I, I don't think know. I was undoubtedly the most normal looking there. However, I had forgotten the detail of backpack. I think backpack puts me in the category, you know, this is 11.30 p.m. at night or something on in a Saturday. In the city. People don't have backpacks. So, yeah, I, I think that puts me in the category of dweeb, which is different to, like, dweeb, stoner, Whatever Muggleton's up to, and then flashy, um, off to a club, cool guy. Those are four very different blokes. Two back because Muggleton had a backpack. True. The, so True. we've got two backpacks here. <laughs> where, are they, where are they off to? It is. A I great, agree with what, him so hard. Where could it's we like possibly we cannot have been going? A word of what he said. <laughs> Just absolutely on top of it, he was. Oh God, he God was in. Know. He I'll was in back. sync with the universe. So I mean, um, the other thing, which I think perhaps we should put at the beginning. Yeah. What other thing? You know the other thing. Oh. So. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to another episode of The Good Stuff. The song that you have just heard dun, is our dun, intro dun, song dun, for dun, our podcast. Dun, dun. Podcasting has changed my life. Yeah, exactly. And it's, look, it's a bit of a, it's a, bit of a, uh, a, a catchy ditty. Um, with a I few, like it. With a few clips from various media put on top of there. 
It sounds like a Macklemore song. It does sound a bit like a Macklemore song. <laughs> Look, it's it's a bit of a. Dun, 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 dun. Um. So I I made that song. You made the song. Yeah. Would you like to know what the process was? I would love to know what the process was. So the process was I was I was aware of like if you use a normal normal song, uh, just off Spotify or something. I I think there might be copyright issues with doing that. And then yes. you know your podcast episodes might get taken down or something. So I'm mm. like, you can't do that. So then I'm thinking. What do you do? You go to like YouTube or something. I forget exactly how I did it, but I, I basically went searching for royalty-free music. Beautiful. I was listening to different royalty-free beats, mm. and I eventually decided on one. And then wow. I put that in a music editing program, and then I just chucked some clips from, you know, Peep Show and uh, I think Shane Warne and some other stuff. Terrific journey you took us on there, Tom. And uh, that's just our that's just our intro. And that's how it happened. Easy as that. Exactly. Easy as that. And there's not really any risks that I thought of with that because I'm like, it's risk-free. You just go to a royalty-free thing, like royalty-free. that They can't you charge can't you for it. Sued. You can just use it. You can't get it's sued. It's just out there. No risk at all. The risk that I hadn't thought of mm. is that because it's just out there for anyone to use, other people can use the same track. Well, yeah, of course. And I got sent, and I've sent it to you, a YouTube video from about a month ago. Mm. And it's a, it's a song which I might play the beginning of now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, play maybe to the halfway point of the song. Yeah. I wouldn't mind doing a little bit of a look at the lyrics, but before we do that, have a, a bit of a, a listen to the vibe. Enjoy. Newsflash, you can't change your gender. You are who you are. If God made you a boy, then just be it, because you could never change it. Trust me, you don't want to cut it off because you can't rearrange it. They want to mutilate us. I know it's the strangest. It's the devil because he hates us. Here, let me mansplain this. They tell him that God made a mistake. Anybody saying that is headed to the lake. Look, I just want to go outside and climb a couple trees. Let the boys be boys. I don't want your woke disease. You're a cancer. I don't care about the colors in your flag. That's God's rainbow. It does not belong to the drag. But I might buy one just so I can fully live. Sodom and Gomorrah in the Bible, you should learn it. Let the boys be boys. Let us be boys. Let the girls be girls. So yeah, um, basically a a song where two ten year old boys mm. are rapping about how trans people are wrong, <laughs> <laughs> and the trouble is, I think the content I find quite sickening to be honest, and the context of children having been presumably forced by their father to rap about a political issue that they have no interest in is all a bit immoral to me. But also because I have positive associations with this song, when it gets to the chorus, I can't help but be like. Let me boys be boys. Like, this is some catchy <laughs> shit. This is... Dude. I associate this with hanging out with my friend Sam. <laughs> so <this laughs> morning, boys should be let to be boys. I played this to Jules and she was mortified. <laughs> she was like, what? She was like, you have to stop doing We the need to change the song. No, she was like, you need to... You can't do the podcast anymore. It's too... But then... <laughs> This morning, yeah. I'm like getting ready to get out of the house. Mm. What do I hear under her breath? Just singing. Oh. Let the boys be, be boys. boys. Oh. Let, Let the, the girls, girls be girls. It's, I feel like the backing track is doing a lot of work there. It's doing great. Also, so can I say there's so much to unpack yep. here. Like it's ridiculous. Mm. But firstly, I think we should reward reward ourselves for picking the, well you should be have a pat on the back for picking the song yeah because god it's catchy yeah you know totally I mean? that actually the melody yeah great choice mm-hmm. 
Um, and I mean, my second point is like, you know, people often wonder about the state of the world mm. and it's rare for you to get caught up in kind of, this maybe represents a moment in time of like, we are now in a position where our podcast has been corrupted by 10 year old, <laughs> 10 year olds ranting about trans issues. <laughs> It, it is kind of like the kind of thing that would go wrong in the future, isn't it? Everything the co- in the culture war that the people on the right say is true. Do you know what I mean? It's all happening. Now it's like it is all just happening. It's like our podcast is – we can't do a podcast Everything anymore. is – but then hang on. The, the very people that would be whinging about kind of cancellation and stuff, they're the ones that have, are making this uncomfortable for us. They're making it un- – but we're now going to get cancelled. <laughs> no one's going to blame getting us, dude. <laughs> no one's gonna but okay no one's gonna blame us however there could be an association like music you associate with memory you know you have a, a particular association that's the association that i'm not necessarily comfortable with also can i say like as someone who did chuck that uh backing track into audacity and muck around with it mm. they've done a better job than me like it is a more yeah. professionally produced song than the one i did just putting some well, youtube clips over the top th- there's also a film clip yeah oh there's a film clip there's a film clip <laughs> and it's great like, it's really good. They're cute. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> They're cute. It also shows how much the world has changed. Like, 10 years ago, a chorus of kids singing, let the boys be boys, yeah. is adorable. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but they're not just saying that. <laughs> they're oh. saying some other stuff, dude. They're saying oh, a lot of stuff. It. I find it kind of ironic, to be honest. I mean, my take is that my understanding, not to get political really, but, like, my understanding of the kind of, what I would call it like a moral panic amongst the right wing of America... Mm. around trans issues is kind of based in concern for children. Yes. I feel like that's, well, that's kind of the, the main argument. argument that right-wing people make is like trans people shouldn't be reading kids' books and, mm. you know, keep them away from... This kind of sexuality shouldn't people be... People say, how do we explain it to kids? Yeah, children shouldn't be exposed to this kind of stuff. I'm potentially fine with it, whatever, but my children shouldn't have to deal with this mm. stuff. It's yes. all based about they children. the buck. But then, you know... These kids aren't old enough to have real opinions about this, so their parents have, have encouraged them to, to sing this song. And, you know, was it the mother or the father? I'm going to put some money on the dad. I, I reckon know the dad you. sat down with a pen. Yeah, I reckon. R- this is- just jotted down a few thoughts he had had. This has got, like, a 45-year-old man's name all Fox over it. He's blaring mind. in the background. <laughs> exactly. Just being like, Let me mansplain this to you. It's like, what are you talking about? That's... That's language that's associated with like lefty people that you don't like. Like, what are you talking about? I like the man. The mansplain line of all the lines, I thought that was the most creative. <laughs> they're I'm boys. Like, they're not even in... men. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, well, you bring in a completely different different issue. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with trans. But like, you presumably, man slash father, who has mm. has produced this song and encouraged his sons to um, to perform in it, you're the one telling all your kids about trans stuff and making them rap about penises and make them like publicly dance around about you're associating your children with these issues and 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 bashing them over their heads with it they would just be outside playing if you just didn't do any of this like you say that your big concern is your children being you know in the mix they've never been more in the mix than this imagine them in the sound booth talking about (laughs) genital realignment surgery exactly and being like daddy what is this (laughs) And he's like, you don't have to worry. Just sing the lyrics. You don't have to worry about it. All you have to know is that it's a threat to your life. (laughs) Do you have the lyrics there? I have the lyrics here. It could have been a mum. I just hope they didn't hear the song from here first. Surely we're not implicated here. I I don't think we're involved at all. I think the only thing is, it's kind of similar to, you know, if someone does a bit uh, that's Mm. similar to your stand-up bit, even Mm. if, you know, 
There's, it's parallel thought. They didn't it's copy from you thought. or anything. But if they do, it's parallel like, there's thought. you know, there's ninety thousand views on this on YouTube. Is there? Yeah, it's like, dude. I think you know, even though you you came up with yours, if they've they've done a, like a a better produced version that's kind of catchy and people it's start there. knowing about, and you also don't want to be associated with that comedian, you just probably just stop doing the bit. And I think that's kind yeah, of what's happened. That's to us. kind of where we're. It's just an association. It's also like, I mean, maybe there is a market for this kind of stuff for them, potentially. I, I, I feel like a lot of criticism, I, I, I don't know where the politics of the parents or these kids are, but a lot of the criticism, <laughs> from, I've got a a lot of criticism on the right um, towards the arts in general mm. is that it is dominated by left-wing thinkers, Yes, basically. Or like people, liberal thinkers often. Mm. And I think quite conservative people these might be extremely conservative people i don't know their political mm. agenda as i previously stated but they often feel like there's no art for them yes do you know what i mean totally. and so maybe that's where this is kind of stemmed from entirely to create a new super group of like crazy extremist right-wing kids ranting about trans issues maybe there's a market for it i mean i think there's probably a mar- i think you kind of get you, you you get your apple eaten at both ends or whatever because you get some people who agree with you. I had a bit of a flick through the comments, and there was a, some people being like, Did "These you? beautiful boys are correct. The, these, this is a, what a, I've listened to this five times. What a beautiful song. <laughs> these beautiful and, boys." Are and then correct. some some people being like, "Lol, like this is the cringiest thing I've ever seen." So like you kind of get views from both, and if you monetize, you know, everyone it, people are either laughing at you or like cheering with you, and you kind of could it be a joke? Do you think? Like I don't extreme think so. satire. Extreme satire. I don't think you could write the lyrics as perfectly and kind of cringily as as they've been written without like truly believing it. Because I think anyone who was doing satire would like some of the lines are I suppose quite hateful. And mm, I think very if you didn't hateful. agree with them, oh. you'd have trouble putting that in the satire and, and making your kids say it for satire purposes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be immoral. <laughs> I don't think they'd do that. So I think I think we're we're looking at some real stuff right here. We're looking at uh, real stuff. Okay, so you got some lyrics. Can you go through the first verse, please? News flash: You can't change your gender. You are who you are. If I made you a boy, then just see it, because you could never change it. Trust me, you don't want to cut it off, because you can't rearrange it. They want to mutilate us. I know it's the strangest. I mean, that's the the implication that's there is that rude. people are coming to these particular boys <laughs> to make them girls. <laughs> These no boys trying are, to make your ones. These boys are in hiding, <laughs> and this is their plea message please, that they're sending out to the world. Please let me be please a boy. Please let me be a boy. And the girls, they can stay girls. But can I go? Can you go back to the first? Yeah. The first set. Is it? It's the first kind right. of few lines from the perspective of God. If God made you a boy. Oh, if God made you a boy. So this is just right. a transcript that okay. uh, YouTube's automatically generated, so it's a bit incorrect, sorry. So there's a bit, it's a bit in and out there. Okay, that's interesting. If they want to mutilate us, I know it's the strangest, it's the devil, because he hates okay. us. Oh. Here, let me let my man explain this. They're telling you that God made a mistake. Can you not rap it and have fun with it? They're <laughs> that God made a mistake. Anybody saying that is headed to the lake. <laughs> it's headed to the lake. <laughs> So they're going to kill you. These boys, they're going to kill you, man. They're going (laughs) to fucking kill you and they're going to wrap you up in a a rug and they're going to put you in a lake, These beautiful boys. If you think that God even made one mistake, these little nine-year-old boys are going to fucking kill you. These fucking little boys. Just let us be. Let us be. Okay, yeah, maybe let's just do it line by line with the audio. Newsflash, you can't change your gender. You are who you are. If God made you a boy, then just 
see it Cause you could never change it Trust me, you don't wanna cut it off Cause you can't rearrange it so you can't or you can't rearrange it because so don't you don't want to cut it off because you can't rearrange it but is that true i mean that's i mean uh, my understanding of the surgery is that they quite literally do rearrange it they do re i thought you cut I it off and then they rearrange it i feel it. like turning the penis into a clitoris is one of the strongest rearrangement. rearrangements i've ever heard of in my life well i mean you go into so if someone moves their couch in their lounge room you walk yeah. in you're like hey oh, you, you rearranged, rearranged. <laughs> If you go, if there was a penis, now there's a vagina. That's a rearrangement. That is, without a doubt, one of the most significant rearrangements known to man. And a bit of, there's a bit of planning. Do you and know what boy. I mean? You plan the rearrangement. We're doing a new arrangement down here. <laughs> so you can rearrange. You can, whether you like it or not. They want to mutilate us. I know it's the strangest. <laughs> they want to mutilate us. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a bit funny. Like they know they're being a bit funny. And I, can I say, in isolation, yeah, if someone does want to mutilate you, yeah, that yeah. is weird. weird. Why would you do that? <laughs> weird. Sorry, one thought. Weird. Bit weird. Sorry. Like, or we could just hang out. You know, we could just be friends. It's a wee bit weird. You want to mutilate? Yeah. Me. Some of them are like, we're going to kill you, and some of them are like, weird. Weird. Some they're tough. Some they're. Soft. So the weird. Can I say maybe because the if the father figure was writing the lyrics yeah. maybe he was like it is a collaborative process yeah anything you want to add and they were like this is a bit weird i think you're spot on yeah i reckon he writes the lyrics and then afterwards they're like oh okay we need some shouting in the background yeah after like every second line and i reckon they riffed it i reckon the kids well that's one of the only things the kids wrote well i think the kids also were like this is all weird dad yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> It's a weird about thing mutilation. you make us do. They were talking about afternoon. their Saturdays being spent in a recording <laughs> studio and then the next Saturday being spent. Because I suppose the other thing that I'd like to say, we haven't played the second half of the song, is that my other takeaway watching this, because this was sent to me by a friend. I don't think, I still haven't talked to that friend. I don't think they knew that the backing track was our podcast no. song. I think he was just sending me, me this because it's funny and cringe that this boy no. rapping. So I originally was listening to it being like, oh, this is funny. Um, and then only later realized that it was our song. My first takeaway was at the beginning, you're like, oh, lol, these boys are rapping about something very adult. They've been forced into some conservative viewpoint by their parents. And, you know, they're not very good at it. But then when the second kid starts rapping, my God, that first one looks like a star. Yeah, I know. The first, first one is, is the better at rapping. So, like, I think particularly the second twin, presuming yeah. they're twins really rough stuff kind of hidden at the back of the track but also when the can i say when the beat kicks in mm. poof, i am like what a, it is it's like not <laughs> <You're> bad <laughs> to the extent that it involves us you're still backing it hard i'm still backing it as a as a song i mean lyrically i don't agree with it it's a lot of songs i don't agree with but then that's the thing it's like in the same way that you know eminem says some intense crazy things you don't mm. agree with them literally but they help pump you up and get you, you know, angry before a workout or something. Totally. You know, there's like an emotional resonance, uh, not necessarily with what he's saying. Here, it gets me in the in the emotion of like smiling and like laughing at how crazy the world is that these boys have been put to work in this way. It's like really, <laughs> it's you know, obviously sad to some extent. It represents hate I that's out there and yes. kind of you know, you could argue indoctrination of the next generation. In a politically polarized society, but mm. also it's <laughs> pretty oh. funny. Well, the problem is you can't control your reaction. No. You know, mm -mm. you can inte inte um, intellectualize everything you want to. Yeah. But your initial reaction mm. is 
like I had the biggest grin on my face when you sent it to me because it was kind of like, what do you mean this <laughs> yeah. is a thing that's happening? Yeah. It's just funny to see an issue that's very kind of adult and just, mm. you know, I associate with if you happen to chuck on some American news or something, you see like people on CNN arguing about it. It's funny to see boys in the mix, you know, <laughs> like young boys <laughs> saying their opinions as if they're really s- sincerely held. Well, because you don't get young boys on the front line of culture wars <laughs> very don't. often. You don't, they simply don't understand. Traditional wars, that's what they would do. They would send mm. the young boys out there. Yeah. You know, but in the culture war, you know, we debate these things. It's rare to give boys a voice. Well, well they just simply don't care. I think they're, they're more... They don't care and often they're not equipped, but mm. it does point to the power of a nice little melodic hook. Yes. Often. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you just keep going back to how much you love. I can't stress how catchy it is. <laughs> All right, let's keep playing. Because he hates us here. Let me mansplain this. Weird. <laughs> Let me mansplain this is so sick. <laughs> Let like, me mansplain oh, this. Oh, I'm probably going to get in trouble for mansplaining here. It's like, <laughs> that's the last thing you're, you're going to get boy. in trouble for, dude. You think that the problem with this is that women are gonna women are gonna listen and think that it's slightly patronising? No, no, it's quite women easy. being like, um, we have our own opinion about hating trans people. Thank you very much. We don't need some eight-year-old boys to mansplain. <laughs> I already to us. knew all the lyrics about how we're gonna put you in the lake if you <laughs> mutilate. Okay, it was actually my thought. I came up with it. I have a PhD in that, so everything you've been doing has been mansplaining. Now, so that's that's ironic stuff. It's wild stuff. That's the definition of irony. I just want to go outside and climb some trees. That one I agree with. That also could have been a lyric contributed by one of the boys. By the kids. Did they swear then? Sorry? Did they swear? No. What did you think they said? I thought they said, I want to go outside and climb a fucking tree. Go outside and climb a couple of trees. No, I just want to go outside and climb a couple of trees. Oh, that's quite cute, that line. Yeah. Yeah. But like, let them. Let them do They're not that. currently... Like, what's happening where they can't climb trees? Well, I mean, they can't because they're in a recording booth exactly. on a Saturday afternoon. That but, could be like... just Yeah, you're totally right. Another independent lyric. The dad was like, okay... <laughs> dad, I just want to go out and climb some trees. And he's like, great idea for a lyric. And it's like, yeah. no, that wasn't an idea for a lyric. That was just me not wanting to participate in this process more generally. Or he was like, um, boys, let's write a song this afternoon. This will be a bit of fun. What do you want to write about? And they were like, I would love to climb, climb a tree. And he Perfect. Goes, that, Reminds me about how much I hate trans people. (laughs) Yeah, that's what the woke mind virus should allow you to do in the future once we've been victorious because of the song. So um, great work. Great work. Perfect. Put it in. It actually makes total sense. I suppose there, his argument, and and I mean, by he, I mean the, uh, the father, would say that, yeah, his children are not being allowed to climb trees because they've been, they're being attacked and people want to come and get their, their penis. Can I, I say? Guess, yeah. th- people talk Cause... as well about, like, conservative people that, like, are this angry about trans issues. They're causing... No, I can't think of something that would cause problems in your nine-year-olds and their sexuality than convincing them that people are coming to try to get their penis. <laughs> I think it would, it would really affect the way you look at your genitals. Yeah. And maybe your it's whole the, approach to sex. The biggest issue of today is not the economy. It's not, you know, the different wars that have kicked off around the world. People are coming to try to mutilate your penis, son. And we, the only weapon we have to fight them is rap. 
Well, do you know what? I feel like when I was a young a younger man first exploring my sexuality, yep. dick pics were th- something that were talked about quite a lot. Really? And there was kind of like, I feel like early on the the discussion about being like, don't send unsolicited dick pics. Mm. And women would often do, and there was a lot of stand-up comedy about this at the time, right. being like, we don't want to see them. We don't like them. They don't look good or whatever. When, when was this? This is when you were beginning your sexuality? Oh, in probably my 18 to 22-year-old years. Right. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Not, I wasn't an. I'm not talking about being a, a young teenager. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. But what I'm saying is, like, even that makes you wonder. I was just saying, like, like you're like talking about stand-up comedy. It's like, didn't you start at like 23? Oh no, but I was watching a lot. Yeah, okay, of good, comedy. good, good. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I, I haven't had sex yet. No. <laughs> but I remember thinking, being like, oh god, maybe people hate penises. Penises <clears throat> are gross. We wow. hate penises. I can't imagine what this would do to you. So that affected your confidence in your genitalia and your sexuality? Well, no, it just made me have to have a big think and kind of be like... <laughs> you at home. Just, me at home just, just having a Just fist think. on gin, staring at the wall. <laughs> just being like, do people like penises or do they hate penises? I don't think they do like them. I feel oh. like it's just more the, the act of doing it than... But now I know that. Yeah. Right? But at the time, it was kind of hard to associate. Yeah. How could I ever be sexual? How could I ever be sexual if people are repulsed by this? Yes. And why are they having sex with the thing that mm. they don't like? Now I understand the nuance and, you know, sexuality is different mm. amongst genders. But my point is I can't imagine... Yeah, that was pretty thinking, mild when it got you. <laughs> ...the thinking I would have to do if, as an eight-year-old, my parents were like, by the way, people want to come and chop your dick off. <laughs> These people, they go by rainbow flags and they want to chop your cock off. And if I was always thinking, being like, someone's come to chop my dick off, you know yeah. what? I'm probably not climbing a tree. No. I don't think I would do it. <laughs> they could be up there. They could be anywhere. Once this is all sorted, yeah. I'm climbing a tree. Mm. I'm getting into the tree. But until then, I'm protecting my dick. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> and the only, I suppose the parents are not only saying that, they're saying one of the main solutions, would you like to be part of the solution? Because I think you're going to be the face of this. <laughs> you're going to have to put, like uh, some of the comments make the point, it's like, this is going to go down great at school. It's like <laughs> everyone at their school, now they're known, cause, which will only make things worse because now kids at school are going to be like, oh, coming to chop off your cock and they're yeah, going to be totally. like see see it's real but then it'll be teasing yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then it's going to be self-fulfilling yeah, they're going to get their dicks chopped off for sure <laughs> someone's going to chop their cocks off there sure. is going to be a hate crime and they will get their dicks chopped off breaking news the first funny hate crime has occurred in wisconsin two boys they're playing the song under the newsread as well all right, back to the lyrics. Please be boys, I don't want your woke disease. You're a cancer, I don't care about the colors in your flag. That's God's rainbow, it does not belong to the drag. So that's awesome. Wait, so what? that was quite clever, what they've done there. Really? What, so what did he say? I don't care about your colors he said, in the flag. I don't care about the colors in your flag. That's God's rainbow. It does not belong to the drag. So mm. I think, like, drag... Bef- Drag queens, they're talking. Drag queens, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is not really, not really what the rainbow means. No, well, I do think it's quite. I mean, if you had asked me mm. how long eight-year-olds could sing about trans <laughs> yeah. issues, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have thought they would get this far. I think it's also and, like pretty funny that I suppose what they're trying to do is be like boys be boys and girls are girls. So, yeah, and these are some boys here, and they just let them be boys because they're so boy, boy. They're boys. They're traditionally masculine boys, mm. but yes. then their priorities are like. God has the, owns the rainbow, and no one else should be that. Like protectiveness of the rainbow, it's like. The, but the also, what you're that. starting to see here is some tire of 
their initial argument, mm. right, that they've done at the top. Because now, so they've then discussed, they've brought mansplaining yep. into the picture. Totally. Right? And now they're just bringing the entire queer community in. Mm. Whereas at the start, definitely. Specifically the flag. Specifically the flag mm. and drag queens. They yeah. don't obviously like that genre of performance no. or subculture. Whereas before, initially, it did start. Can I say, I went to drag bingo on Wednesday with my sister. Yeah. And it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in that this the um, drag performer had clearly never played bingo in their lives. <laughs> and it was just, you know how they're meant to have like a joke after each yeah, thing? Yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 88, that's two hens. And at drag bingo, I've only been once before. Like, usually. Cause it's they really, got gear. They got little they've jokes. They've got little stuff. jokes. Yeah. And it's a bit more sexual jokes or like, you know, drag performer vibe jokes about each number. Absolutely no jokes after <laughs> any of the numbers. It was like 20. Two zero twenty, two zero. It's just like this is just bingo. I'm just there. The I'm playing bingo for like two hours with my sister. We didn't win anything. And then at the end, drag performers like, okay, would you like a, a a song? I could perform a song. And everyone's like, woo, yeah, that'd be great. And you're like, okay, finally some like mm. drag energy from this. And then she does a song like um, lip syncing to a a pop song. And um, kind of going around and, like, dancing with the different people and kind of touching some of the men and, you know, like, works the room. Sure. And it's kind of a great ending. And then she goes, who would like another song? And then everyone's like, still, woo. And, like, I'm keen. I've got nowhere to be. My sister, you know, it's 10 p.m. at this stage. My sister's got work. But, you know, second song, great. After the second song, who wants another song? Oh, no. No. (laughs) She she did, like, eight or nine songs, I swear to God. A few, like, a couple that were loving it left after, like, six songs. And then she's like, oh, but how about another song? Like, there was two tables loving it. One guy on a date that, like, clearly wanted to leave but didn't have the balls and was, like, visually fuming. I took a photo. I'll I'll show you later. (laughs) But, um, I do love the drag's idea. Drag's awesome, is my point. <laughs> an uncharismatic drag performer. I mean, they were better at um, the, the performing and the singing than the, of course. Than the bingo. Yeah, I think yeah. that was why we were held there, is because there was shame around the quality of the bingo. Well, so the, then if, wanted if to the prove. Drag, if the drag performer can't do the bingo, they should have just got, like, you know, Gavin or whoever does, you know, runs the bingo company to do the bingo. <laughs> and then at the end, we've got a special treat. <laughs> We're going to do some songs now. I, then bring the drag performer in. I think just, like, you should be able to riff better ones that, you know. Like, one of the only ones she had was, like, 18. It's the age that you can drink in Australia, but and but what? not in America. You can be in porn and you can be in the army, but you can't drink in America, even if you're 18. That's just, <laughs> like, a nice oh, comment God. Comment on the differences between <laughs> the two countries. It's just what came to mind. <laughs> Anyway, so oh I've got God. my criticisms of the drag community as well. Okay, I get it. All right, so there's, I mean, so there's been a bit for you already in this yep. song then. Let the boys be boys. Let us be boys. Let the girls be girls. Let the girls be girls. Let the boys be boys. So this is where we're about to hear, okay, number two. Here we go. Let the boys be girls. Let the boys be boys. I just want to go outside and play with all my toys. Look. There's only two genders. I got a mom and dad. I keep God in the center. I do kids. So he stuff. says, I've got, there's two genders. I've got mum and dad and then God in the center. Mm. So that's but an implication God that this? God's non-binary to me. It definitely is what it's at. Well, God isn't, does, God doesn't have a gender assigned, does he? Oh, uh, they've referred been... to God as he previously in this, so I think they need to make up their mind. No, but I feel like that's a bit of a default setting. Yeah, in the same totally. way in like Latin languages. 
that yeah. if you're referring to a group that you go masculine, even though they're not actually masculine. True, true. So I don't think you can assign. I think they're comfortable with God being not a man or a woman. Yes. I think they're okay. They've they've managed to, you know, understand that. Yeah, maybe it all that. starts with God because that's actually okay. quite progressive thinking. It's very progressive thinking. Unless, can I say also at this point, I haven't listened to the second half of the song. So I've only listened to the first half. Yes. So if, will this, is this turning and they're learning? And oh my the God. End, <laughs> the big reveal. And the end, they're like, we the end, like, like we're so sorry. <laughs> it's really quite a small p- proportion of the population. So we're getting really kind of worked up about something that's not really that we kind of impactful on our lives. And also we're eight. We're going to go climb the tree <laughs> yeah. now. We're okay with it. <laughs> Um, we've got to get out of here soon, I think, so I might oh, yes. just let it play through. And then there's okay. a bit of a sketch at the end. Mom told me never talk to strangers. And if I see a man in a dress, that is dangerous. Tell the truth to save souls is my mission now. Walking through my hood and nerf gun like I'm renting house. Girls wear Whoa. pink and boys wear blue. And there will never be such a thing as your truth. And you cannot change what God made you to be. Either a girl or a boy. Look at the birds and the bees. Let the boys be boys. Let us be boys. Let the girls be Let the girls. girls. Okay, the end is creepy. <laughs> it's crazy. The end is so creepy. What the hell? That laughter. I initially liked the like the stop mm. breakdown bit. Yeah. Being like, boy, I just want to be a boy or whatever. Yeah. Because I was like, that's a little nod to kind of a musical kind of yep. thing that people do, a motif or something that's reoccurring, especially in this style of music. Mm. But then that laughter being like, the kids were having fun. This whole time I've been... On the side of the kids being like, they don't know what's going on. They're no, having a little giggle. I think that was edited in. I don't think they quite understand. We can't blame these children. Can I make one final point as well? Oh, please do. I reckon that, I mean, look, I'm generalizing here. I don't know this family, but I get the sense. I suppose these are the kinds of people that 20 years ago would have been very critical of hip-hop music and the dangers mm. that hip-hop music posed to children. Totally. Now it's been adopted. It's been the, adopted. The genre has been adopted to fight the new battle. So I think in 20 years, we might, from these, this same family, maybe their children, could be doing a drag performance <laughs> to make the point that robots need to fuck off or something. Yeah, that robots are ruining the sanctity yeah, of everyday Yeah, so they're just kind life. of like one generation behind and it'll all be okay. They're taking our women. <laughs> Let the robots be robots. Or they're maybe satisfying our women too effectively with their dildo arms. <laughs> I think my final statement is yep. we need a new song. Mm. Yeah, okay. And if anyone has any suggestions. Oh, true, yeah. Nothing caught up in any kind of <laughs> like social commentary or political commentary. <laughs> yeah. I don't want a song and then find out that the IDF are listening to it to yes. pump themselves up. Exactly. The good stuff, we stay out of it. <laughs> <laughs> the good stuff, we're on the fence. <laughs> The fence is actually quite comfy if you uh, uh, sit up here for long enough. If you get used to it, it's actually really great. <laughs> yeah. And you can tack a lot more in. That's the beauty of the <laughs> yeah, fence. We can see both sides from over here. And, and also, you can like... be friends with both people. It's great. <laughs> as long as you're not talking to them at the same time, you can kind of just pretend you agree with both. And like the, the spikes, 
that they, they seem like they're kind of going like on your art. You can actually like slide in between them and like per- and perch up here quite nicely. You, you get used to the spikes, yeah. and it also <laughs> it's a little reminder of yeah. what's going on. You know exactly. It's, it's up there. It's a little there. prick, and you're like, oh great, that's right. I've got to be on the ball because <laughs> different things are happening. That's why I'm don't, sitting here. Oh, we're, we're covering here about being on the fence. Don't, don't even get me started about being on the ball. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to be on the ball. Newsflash: You can't change your gender. You are who you are. If God made you a boy, then just be it, because you could never change it. Trust me, you don't want to cut it off, because you can't rearrange it. They want to mutilate us. I know it's the strangest. It's the devil, because he hates us. Here, let me mansplain this. They tell him that God made a mistake. Anybody saying that is headed to the lake. Look, I just want to go outside and climb a couple trees. Let the boys be boys. I don't want your woke disease. You're a cancer. I don't care about the colors in your that's God's rainbow, it does not belong to the drag But I might buy one just so I can Before we live That's Sodom and Gomorrah in the Bible, you should learn it Let the boys be boys Let us be boys Let the girls be girls Let the boys be boys. 